Welcome to Left on the List, um, a leftist news commentary and analysis podcast. And I wanted to talk about uh, the uh, the stuff, the discourse, the world, um, some news, and then we'll talk about those things about the news. <laughs> He doesn't want to um, uh, legalize cannabis. Um, he's talking about how he wants to. Um, uh, he he doesn't like Medicare for all, and he would repeal Medicare for all if it were enacted while he was president. Um, and and Medicare for all is uh, overwhelmingly pop, pop, uh, popular um, in the country. In exit polls uh, in tw- in twenty states, twenty out of twenty states. Uh, that have uh, run uh, or have had their, their primary so far, um, all of them, a majority of people said that they uh, preferred Medicare for all uh, as, as a plan going forward. Um, and a, an overwhelming majority among Democrats, um, but also uh, overall a, a majority. Um, so that's, that's, that's big. Um, and Medicare for all is Bernie Sanders's uh, primary issue. Everybody knows that, you know. And there has also been polling: who do you trust most on health care? And it's overwhelmingly for Bernie. And um, and like, who do you associate most with Medicare for all? And it's overwhelmingly Bernie. And that makes sense because he talks about it all the time. Um, so Joe has a bad campaign. Um, he has bad ideas and, and his health seems weird. I mean, he like the, the only reason to be gone for a week, uh, that makes sense is, uh, is a health issue. Um, it's nobody is Casey at the bat when it's, when it comes to the presidency, you know, you don't like say like, oh yeah, I don't need to campaign. Like the only rational explanation is his health. That he um, he needed to be at tip top uh, for the debate uh, in April, uh, early April. Or no, was it? No, it was last month, um, March. Um, the the debate just before Super Tuesday. Uh, and and he, and he did okay. Uh, and then and then after his acceptance speech, he was just gone. And it's like. The it's most true. rational explanation, yeah, maybe. And ever since then, his speech has been worse. Um, so he 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 looks like he's falling apart. Um, he, he's got a ghost campaign. His ideas are bad. Uh, I hope I mentioned that he was laughed off the stage in '88 for lying uh, about plagiarizing. Uh, and then when they were looking into the plagiarism and found that, you know, no, he definitely did commit plagiarism. They also looked at another uh, claim he had made uh, that he had performed really well in school, uh, graduated top of his class. And they found that actually he graduated at the bottom of his class and in fact had gotten in trouble in school for plagiarism. So mainstream media laughed him off the stage in 88, laughed him off the stage in 2008. Yeah, I guess I said that. So it's like, okay, he, 
He's a fool. Uh, he looks like he's dying. Um, he uh, he's just bad. His ghost campaign. How is he winning then? What's going on? And um, and there's two things, and one of them is voter suppression. Uh, what is the progressive movement uh, going to do to try and win elections? Um, but if you if you don't consider this part of it, uh, then you're not going to get a, a real answer, the, a useful answer. You know, you have to consider the other side, and what they're doing uh, is. Um, it's unfair, just in a simple, like the one word, uh, but it's voter suppression, uh, in, and I'll get to the second thing. First, I want to talk about the voter suppression and that, uh, mostly takes the form of, um, uh, closing polling locations before, uh, vote starts. And in South Carolina, and Texas, and California, um, and Nebraska, and um, a couple other states, uh, and and now Wisconsin. Uh, and these are you know these big big votes come from this these states. Um, lots of polling locations were closed uh, just within forty eight hours of the voting starting, um, and. If you have a few locations closed, uh, maybe maybe it's a fluke. If you have a bunch, you know, maybe that's mismanagement or, you know, bad luck, like not enough people uh, came or machines broke, whatever, you know, things happen. But uh, when you look at where these polling locations are, they're um, almost entirely in and around areas that are expected to go uh, for Bernie um, that uh, have demographics that are expected to vote for for Bernie. I have more of those demographics. Um, so you have like uh, areas around uh, colleges and all of those polling locations closed. Uh, and so then the result is that the next closest locations get overwhelmed. And so then you get the story uh, like out of California uh, about the guy who had to wait seven hours to, to vote. Um, and you get, um, yeah, it's like over, over a thousand polling locations between South Carolina and Texas and California um, that close and in and so one one response that people have is, well, that's not really the system's fault. It's not the establishment's fault. Like uh, voting is important. Uh, that shouldn't be a barrier um, to voting. You know, you can you should just take time off work. You should just go stand in line. And it's like, well, um, it's easy for you to say. But uh, when when you have to arrange for childcare, when you're going to school, when you're working, and you aren't allowed to take the time off, like you you really have to like choose between your job, or um, or like if you can't afford childcare, and you know, so like you have a time limit for how long you can wait in line. Um, maybe you don't get in line, uh, or maybe you leave the line. Um, and that's uh, it's it's essentially a poll tax because the point of the poll tax isn't just to collect money. It's to say you must have at least this much disposable money uh, 
in order to be allowed to participate in this process. And, um, and it's, it's wrong. Uh, and, and why would you do that uh, as a system? You know, that, uh, that drives down um, participation in the party. Uh, it makes people less likely to want to vote next time because they had that bad experience. Um, and uh, so, so why, why would you want to vote? Uh, and, and why would you do that? You know, and the easy answer, the Occam's razor, uh, the most most reasonable explanation is, well, they they want to they don't want Bernie to win. Um, and who's they? It's like, well, it's the the climbers and the party, the the party hacks, the the party loyalists um, who get appointed to be the DNC chair. And um, and then somebody might say, well, isn't that a conspiracy? And it's like, uh, you know, maybe, maybe not. Um, they might just know, uh, be able to tell which decisions will get them better positions in the future, um, especially when you consider the fact that uh, Bloomberg hired almost all of them. Uh, any DNC chair that was not actively in a campaign um, got on his payroll. Uh, and uh, part of their contract uh, was that it would last until November, no matter what. Um, and, you know, so y- you, you've you got uh, some shady stuff going on. Um, are they coordinating? Probably not. But again, you know, it, it doesn't require coordination to, to know, okay, well, if I just do this, you know, then these things will happen. And that's that makes sense it goes to follow so like if they're if they're willing to do that already um then it doesn't seem so improbable uh that they might additionally cheat because you know they he he was pulling well even with the media being like um really one-sided against bernie and and this isn't just like a matter of opinion, like uh, fair.org uh, and Media Matters have like looked, you know, they can they can look at an article and say, okay, this is against Bernie and this is for Bernie. And then they can uh, say like, look, you know, there were four times as many anti-Bernie uh, articles uh, on this uh, outlet and, and three times as many pro-Biden uh, pieces on, on MSNBC. Um and, uh, and yeah, it's a matter of fact. Like by and large, the media has been um, really against Bernie. Uh, and and why would why would they do that? Uh, it's not a deep state, deep state conspiracy, like Trump would say. Um, you know, oh, they just don't like him. It's it's because uh, Bernie wants to unionize uh, the media. He wants to break up conglomerates. Um, Comcast owning NBC, that's a conflict of interest. Um, that that's the sort of thing that um, wouldn't be allowed if uh, antitrust laws were were more more robust. If we actually cared as a country about um, managing how big and powerful, uh, how much reach a company can get, um, so they they have uh, the motivation um, and they have the means. Uh, and uh, and we've got the body. It's it's like a, a mystery, solving a mystery. Um, 
and they have the opportunity uh, because the the machines that they use to uh, do the voting um, are are easily hacked. Um, they they can be ha- hacked easily. Um, they they don't leave a, a create a paper trail. Um, there's no record of any changes made uh, on these things. Um, some of them, some of the machines that are being used are made by the company that used to be known as Diebold, um, that changed its name after it got caught uh, with machines that were being hacked to to throw elections. So um, it's pretty scary. It's pretty scary. Um, um, but yeah, there, there is still a chance and it's still worth it. Um, it's still worth spreading the news, spreading the word, talking to people, um, and talking to friends and and strangers on the internet and being like, Hey, you know, um, it would be really great if, uh, we could have unions and negotiate, um, cooperatively, um, with, with people that we work with. Um, like a renter's union. Um, there is a story uh, where a, a apartment complex um, accidentally sent a message and didn't BCC everybody, um, and they sent a message to every single person, uh, every single renter among multiple uh, apartment complexes. So there's like a bunch of people, and they use that list to um, say, look, we most of us lost our jobs, we can't afford rent, um, and we can't work because uh, of the pandemic. So we're not going to pay you. All of us are not going to pay you. Um, and so you can either accept that or not, because we're just not going to pay you. And you know, and who's going to pick up those units? No one can apply because they don't have a job, and that's required on the job on the renter's application. Yeah, it, it it would make more sense for them to make cut a deal. Be like, okay, like we'll we'll lower the rent. We'll let you have one one month off, you know. Uh, and, and other apartment complexes are making deals with people, uh, but you know, it's 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 really hard out there if you can't work. Uh, and also, um, thirty million people uh, lost their jobs. There are already like ten million people unemployed. Um, the the way they do the numbers, uh, they look at uh, how many people are collecting unemployment but you know so so those numbers are always undercounting uh people that have given up uh or you know are are, uh, not in the economy anymore um but uh but that's you know a lot of people that are now uh no longer able to take advantage of um employer provided health care and biden wants to renegotiate uh like let people buy back into the ACA. And it's like um, the whole thing about the ACA, the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, Romney Care, the, the health care package written by Heritage Foundation, a conservative think tank. Uh, the whole thing about that is the, the your employer is providing this insurance. Well, there are no employers going out of business. Nobody, people don't have employers. Um, you're just going to let them die. Like, they can't afford this insurance, uh, and so they can't afford care. Uh, so if they need it and they don't have insurance and they end up having like bills that they can't pay, uh, consumer debt is already quite high and has been raising for a long time. 
if you have all these people suddenly um, having to go deeper in debt um, for healthcare, then uh, and, and just to like keep the lights on and pay the rent uh, during during this shit, that is a bubble that could pop uh, that would be way worse than what we're going through right now. Um, so Medicare for all would absolutely be helping us right now uh, and making our economy a little bit more stable um, and uh, making it easier on employers um, and, uh, and would help hospitals because um, hospitals could bargain collectively um, to get better prices um, and uh, there'd be uh, a mechanism in place to um, order more equipment. Um, so, so Biden right now is saying he doesn't want Medicare for all, so he's he's terrible, and uh, and he's winning because of election fraud, and that's one of the reasons why I don't like him. But you know, I already didn't like him. Whatever. And uh, the shit that's going on now is terrible, and it's it's not new either. This is kind of like another segue. Um, the the right now we're using the pandemic as a weapon. Uh, it like uh, IMF. Um, so it's a reported uh, IMF has rejected a five billion dollar uh, emergency loan to Iran. Uh, for fighting COVID-19. Um, the International Monetary Fund um, has some countries that uh, have uh, veto power uh, in in that organization, and the U.S. is one, and it's because of a U.S. veto uh, that Iran is not able to collect a $5 billion emergency loan uh, to help them with the pandemic. Um, they're under crippling sanctions right now, uh, and you know, all we're doing is trying to make people mad to attack us so that we can go to war. Um, and it's, uh, it's an escalation that we don't need to have. Um, and it's, it's using the pandemic as a weapon. Um, and it kind of reminds me, um, maybe this is unrelated, but it's, I don't know, there's something about it. Uh, the way that, uh, the deaths from the, COVID pandemic, COVID-19, um, have, uh, played out in Chicago. The population is 23% black and, uh, Corona death, uh, coronavirus deaths are 70% black. Um, Milwaukee the population, uh, is 26% black, uh, and the coronavirus deaths are 81% black. And in, Michigan as a whole, uh, it's 14% black and, uh, deaths are 40% black. So there, that's just another way that the virus, um, is, you know, it's like maybe, maybe there's a reason why the United States is really bad at, uh, handling this right now. Maybe there's a reason why, uh, Trump, uh, supports people, uh, who are and get support from people who say that oh, the virus isn't a big deal. Like, don't worry about it. Like, relax. It's fine. It'll blow over. 
um, Boris Johnson, um, Prime Minister of UK, uh, saying that uh, that maybe one good strategy is just to build herd immunity and let it just burn out. Uh, and it's great that he got the coronavirus and he's in quarantine now. I'm really happy about in that. Bolsonaro. Yeah, in Bolsonaro. Um, and, uh, and, and you're hearing that sort of thing. Um, yeah, you like pastors, uh, saying, you know, if you, if you have faith, then you, you, know, you won't get sick or, um, just saying, you know, it's the whole thing is a scam. It's a trick. It's a hoax. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's being hyped up. It's just like swine flu. Um, yeah, it seems, it seems like maybe there's a connection to that. Um, and even, uh, 4chan, the high, the villainy on the, uh, the internet of people that are, uh, they just, they think Hitler is just hilarious. Uh, they, they like the joke, like liberal helicopter rides and a picture of, uh, Pinochet, like throwing people out, out of helicopters. Cause that's how he would, you know, have people killed in order to send a message to other leftists in a neighborhood. Um, you know, they have these people, uh, saying that people should go and get sick with coronavirus on purpose and go to and have coronavirus parties so they can intentionally get sick so that they can go and get minority populations sick on purpose. Um, so it's biological warfare, it's terrorism, uh, it's, uh, and it's like the American way. Um, so that's, you know, good times. Um, I, I don't see, I don't see this sort of stuff um, getting better with, uh, with Biden. Um, he's already said that he would appoint as treasury secretary, uh, the head of some monstrous bank. I don't remember which one it was. It wasn't Citibank. It wasn't Goldman Sachs, but you know, one of those guys. Um, and, uh, he, almost all of his donations, uh, are come in large, uh, bundles, uh, are, are maxed out the $2,800, like the legal maximum. And, um, and he has very few donors. So it's like, what, what are we doing people? Like it, it he's not electable. It's not going to happen. Give it up. Forget about Biden. Like, um, I know people, uh, watch a little bit of MSNBC and they're like, well, they said that Bernie's done. So forget about Bernie, you know, get over it. Um, get over it is what, Hillary Clinton just said uh, when told about um, the recent rape allegations against Joe, um, like we talked about in the last episode, he digitally penetrated um, without consent, you know, we suddenly. We mean over the internet. Right, no, it means fingers, yeah. Uh, uh, Tara Reid. Um, and, and Hillary Clinton, you know, noted friend of Harvey Weinstein and uh, and. Jeffrey Epstein, Jeffrey Edward Epstein, um, you know, the Clintons, uh, and Epstein, uh, the Clintons hung out at Epstein's ranch for Christmas every year. Um, so yeah, she's like, don't worry about it. Get over it. You have to vote for Joe. Oh, okay. So, um, aren't they friends with, uh, Wiener as well? Yeah. Well, um, uh, the, this woman that worked on uh, Hillary's campaign, 
um, or was in her staff, her husband was Anthony Weiner, and um, and he was in possession for some reason somehow of uh, like a Hillary Clinton laptop, uh, and the FBI took it, and that's when they found that he had been like sexting with like a seventeen year old or something like that, um, and so that was like. That was after like all the shit where he was sexting right. it was too like much. the fifteenth time or yeah. something. Well, but this but this is the first time it was like with a child, uh, I guess. Yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, it's 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 messed up. Um, but uh, yeah, and Hillary Clinton, like, she really just needs to go away. She's um, a blight on the party. Um, and you know anybody that supports. Weinstein or Epstein um, is suspect. I mean, they. Why? Why would you do that if you knew about this guy, uh, and you can't say that you didn't know about him, uh, and the shit that he was caught up in when it was like the this like huge open secret, and also Epstein was like um, having sex uh, minimum like three times a day on like uh, day-long flights. Like they called it the Lolita Express. He called it the Lolita Express. Um, the locals called his island Pedophilia Island. Uh, like it, it was more than just an open secret. Um, and, uh, and yeah, Joe Biden, he's sniffing children on television uh, touching people, you know, like a delicate, shiny, pervy grandpa sniffing. Right, it's, it's totally know. okay. Nuts, no, yeah, man. And according to the media, right, you know, yeah, it's it's super weird. Um, the you know the the phrase uh, manufacturing consent, and you, you really that's what it looks like. That's what it feels like. It's just yeah. uh, you can see because um, it's not... mothers and women's terror live on camera. Mm just by typing a search of Joe Biden on YouTube. I mean, yeah, if you just look for Joe Biden videos, like you'll see that role. Um, and uh, it's it's just wild. Um, and uh, yeah, Alyssa Milano. Um, did I talk about the Alyssa Milano thing? Yeah, I guess I did. But yeah, there's been developments actually. So I'll, I'll get back into that with them. Um, she she was like leading the charge uh, to um, have Kavanaugh just Justice Kavanaugh not um, approved uh, because of the allegations by Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, um, and there was a lot of testimony and um, and the there is this thing you know me hashtag Me Too you know hashtag I believe women um, and it's a good thing and a lot of people were telling their stories. Uh, and people came out and they said, you know, how come you didn't talk about this before? And um, and people were like, you know, that's fucked up. Like, we we need to believe women. It doesn't matter that she didn't talk about it before. He wasn't running for, like, one of the highest offices in the land. And maybe that's the point where you, you have to do it. Before, it's like, well, do I want to ruin my life? Do I want to do risk this kind of exposure? Um, so now Tara Reid's doing it. And Alyssa Milano, she removes hashtag me too from her bio. Like she she was like this like the, the face of it. 
um, and she helped start uh, an organization called um, Times Up to help uh, yeah. fund people who uh, needed like help with their um, legal fees and, and, and like PR also. An interesting thing, the PR side of it um, is connected to uh, CAA, Creative Arts and Entertainment. No, Creative Arts. No, I don't remember. CAA is um, a uh, an advertising or like a PR agency, um, and uh, and they represent a lot of people. There's only like a Creative few. Artists Agency. Creative Artists Agency. agency. Yeah. yeah. They, they they like merged with some other one, and so they're they they've got like. Um, Bill Maher and uh, Andrew Yang and and uh, Governor Cuomo and Joe Biden, uh, they represent all these people. Um, and Alyssa Milano, and this is the same agency that Harvey Weinstein worked in, and um, and also uh, defended him um, when it came out that you know the open secret that. Um, at least eight agents that worked with him uh, would arrange for young uh, actresses to uh, meet him for a uh, a meeting uh, at his hotel room, uh, and then things would happen. And if you rebuked his advances, um, then your career would be over; it would be ended, uh, and you could be blacklisted. Uh, and so th- this happened, uh, and it happened for uh, decades. Um, so it, is it a conspiracy theory that uh, um, there is an organization that like doesn't like a person uh, and uh, has politicians uh, and uh, people, you know, respected uh, on their payroll? Um, in media, um, with with platforms, you know, it's it's not that uh, it's just not that crazy. So, um, so yeah, you know, is what could Bernie have done things differently? Um, there, there's some things about like uh, he could have um, certain technical details about how to run a campaign. You know, it could have been done better. The way he spent, where he spent um, advertising. Uh, outreach, uh, that sort of thing, but uh, but really, it just comes down to uh, the people with the money are out to stop them. You know, like if if you've got big money, like the if you've got huge money, then your your dollar makes your sway in the system uh, a lot bigger. I have a vote. Uh, Weinstein has a vote. Um, Weinstein's, uh, the agent, Anita Dunn's uh, agency, SKD Knickerbocker, um, and Anita Dunn is now um, uh, Joe Biden's uh, campaign manager. Uh, that was the agency that works with the CAA that, uh, that protected Weinstein um, and Weinstein's image uh, towards the end. Um, you know, it's this, it's this big, rich club and they, they just want to kill Bernie and 
They they wanted to drop out now so they could just slam Joe through, uh, and maybe switch him out with Cuomo and maybe beat him, uh, maybe beat Trump um, with a, with a better puppet. Uh, and it, it it's a terrible gamble and it's uh, not good democracy. So fuck that shit. Um, Do you think it's more likely that they? want Joe to lose, which is why they're trying to get Bernie to drop out. They um they want Joe to lose to Trump. Um to Trump specifically. Right. Um you know, I, I think that w- what it comes down to is they would rather have a guy that they can control um more than Trump or that they don't have any control over Trump and so they, they want they want to have a guy that they can control. But but that they would rather have Trump than Bernie because at least Trump is not going to break up any companies. If, if you're uh, the one company in your industry, uh, then you can give Trump uh, some cash and he will, he will leave you alone. Um, but, uh, but Bernie though, you know, like that, that's, that's change. Um, and uh, Joe uh, has said, if you vote for me, nothing will fundamentally change. Um, and they're, they're excited about that message. They really want that. Um, and so they'd like him to win. But if he loses to Trump, they're OK with that, too. Um, so that's kind of what I had. I think that that's, uh, that's really it. I, I guess the last thing was uh, the prison. Um, I was going to mention that. Uh, talking about Cuomo, mm, yeah. Um, Cuomo uh, is uh, trying to um, get like wartime uh, governor kind of uh, status, you know, like Giuliani used to have, uh, like the mayor of nine eleven. Um, so he's he's like standing out front of the. Uh, the Navy hospital ship Mercy, which only took like, you know, it's got like a thousand beds, but it only took like 20 patients because it's not taking um, coronavirus patients. It's only taking um, people that uh, don't have coronavirus so that the hospitals can focus on people that do. But also it doesn't take people from uh, direct ambulances. Uh, They have to go to a hospital first and then be transferred to the hospital ship. So uh, it has a thousand beds. It only has like 20 patients. Um, the one in California, uh, and uh, they're they're really pushing Cuomo, um, because he's you know going out and standing in front of a bunch of boxes, and calling out that Trump uh, is you know a piece of shit and he's playing games with uh, uh, with with relief, um, and, and and shit like that. But he, in the time of pandemic, um, he's trying to undo bail reform legislation. Um, recently, there's uh, laws passed that, um, that end cash bail for nonviolent offenses. Um, you know, if you're, if you're not a flight risk uh, and you didn't, you didn't kill anybody, you know, um, it, it's, it doesn't make sense to put you in jail until you have to go to jail. Um, if you hold a person and you say you're in jail, you haven't gone to court yet, 
but you have to stay in jail until you can give us a thousand dollars well then it's a poverty tax it's like oh you're poor well then you have to stay in jail rich people can commit huge crimes and just pay the bail and not have to be in jail until they go back to um to court you know um so that that's messed up new york knew it was messed up they ended that system uh for nonviolent offenses and cuomo is trying to undo that on his end during a pandemic where uh 20 000 people nationwide go into jails and go out of jails like filter in and out they're going to jail getting getting released from jail um and they're in tight conditions like it's not like everybody has like the stone block cell uh people are like head to toe they're sharing cells they're sharing facilities and they don't have masks they don't have uh gloves they don't have soap uh and they hardly have uh, hand sanitizer or sanitary like stuff like they're limited on the amount of toilet paper they can have um they're quite inhumane conditions actually and uh, since every time people talk about uh, reforming prisons and, and the judicial system, people always say, oh, well, they just shouldn't have com- committed a crime. Uh, because of that, you know, we've, we've made our prisons a perfect spot for incubating uh, something like the coronavirus, which is asymptomatic for uh, the first 10 days. So uh, people in jails are getting sick really fast. Uh, and uh, people people get sent to jail before even their bail he- hearing. So e- even if they're not going to have to post bail, they might still be in jail if they're ex- thought if it's thought that they committed a crime. You know, if a cop arrested them uh, because he's having a bad day, or we talked, you know, the last episode about the cops that uh, were handing out tickets because they're planting drugs on people. Um, so. Uh, and in New York right now they're using people from Rikers uh, that notorious prison uh, who they could be in jail because they they sold a loose cigarette like 10 years ago Um, but they and they're using them uh, paying them less than six dollars an hour to um, to bury people with the coronavirus uh, yeah we learned that today on a nearby island yeah we learned that from listening to uh um, Pod Damn America, um, great podcast. Thank you for having it. Everybody listen to that. Uh, it's pretty funny. And um, yeah, you know, so this this is this is Cuomo, like, and and the DNC is trying to get us to um, to get really excited about Cuomo. Uh, and it's like, why? Well, what are you doing? And Bill Maher is talking like, you know, who's great? That guy. Uh, it's like they're that's that's their last ditch. Uh, like Hail Mary, if they if they can't get Joe, they're they're gonna they're gonna switch over to Cuomo. Um, if they can't get Cuomo, they're gonna switch over to Bill Maher. <laughs> well, this, I mean, by then it'll be too late, and then yeah. uh, Trump's gonna win if if That'll Biden wins. So you know, it's it, this is it. I don't know. I'm I'm very disappointed in democracy in the West and um, I blame uh, the power of capitalism and uh, its adherents uh, the bootlickers uh, and the liberals um, so yeah those are those are my thoughts those are my thoughts yeah what are your thoughts on uh, well I mean you, you talked about the media and how 
it can't be really used as a check and balance anymore because it's bought and paid for. Um, and so are politicians, as as you've kind of noted on through various stories over the last season or two. Um, and then the Supreme Court is kind of a wash because it depends on who elects you, what your opinions are. And certainly those people are going to play ball if they know they're going to get appointed. Probably more than they would otherwise. Yeah, so, with, with so, Clarence Thomas, uh, his wife got like a high paying easy job and, or like board appointment you know so it's like oh like he's not taking any bribes but his wife is you know so it's like uh it's Clarence Thomas I don't know you know so one of the comments you know one of those guys yeah uh oh man um yeah so the the fourth estate uh is is the one like civilian uh entity that's that's called out by name in the uh, Constitution, you know, the media. It's the reason why we have the First Amendment. It's the very first one. Um, it's supposed to uh, watch the three equal branches of the government, which are supposed to keep each other in check. It's it's supposed to watch them and like make sure everything's okay and tell the people if it's not. But it is owned by the same interests. Um, so you know they they might have like different ideas about how to go about it uh but and so there are different power centers that will compete with each other and that's why you do have uh you know different parties um but uh but they're largely all the same interests they're all super rich people um it's the monopoly of the estate it's the it's um the the monopoly of uh capitalism um mm-hmm. It's it's one capitalist party uh, that is unified, uh, but they you they have good PR, and they um, they don't they don't look like they're coordinating exactly. And how can you tell? Well, when you turn on one TV show, they say that this person hates that person. You know, so it's like, and you turn on the other another TV show, and they say the same thing. So since you saw two different TV shows that said the same thing, it must be true. Um, but those TV shows are owned by the same people. So it's like a club. They have solidarity with each other. It's a known fact that um, different news centers copy, borrow, and repeat each other's stories. Uh, And that's just done for for just standard national news. I can only imagine what they do in cahoots with one another for for political means and political news. You can hear them... Uh, just you know, YouTube it, where they'll they'll literally, not just in lockstep with each other's views, but actually in lockstep with each other's mouths, say exactly the same story the same way, to maintain the same tone across America. That was about uh, certain issues. That was a really great YouTube video, which I think I think that's the one that you're referencing. Um, that is uh, a speech given by um, affiliates of. Um, Sinclair News, a company that bought uh, a huge number. Sinclair is huge. Yeah, and when they bought the like uh, one local news uh, channel in just about every market, um, and and there's this great uh, article where, or not article, but uh, YouTube piece where you can see every one of them, 
almost down to the, like, the cadence and the tone, repeat, like uh, share this exact same script about how, you know, you can't trust all other news. That we are your local station and we're the ones that you can turn to uh, for investigative journalism that stands apart. It's like, <laughs> all of them are saying this. Right. It's very suspicious, it's very creepy. Um, and it's because the extremely rich people have uh, so much money. There's so, they're hoarding all this money. There's so much power and influence, and they they see the writing on the wall that uh, they people are getting mad. Um, yeah, I mean, and and why are people getting mad? It's like, well, because it's it's bad out there. Um, there are giant companies that are denying workers paid sick leave. Um, McDonald's has 517,000 workers, uh, and they, they're being denied sick time, and they're also being considered essential personnel. Um, people uh, need to pay rent, so they, they go to work, uh, and, but they're sick, and they're, they're getting people sick. Walmart has 347,000 employees. Kroger, 189,000 employees. Subway, 80,000 employees. Uh, Burger King, 165,000. Um, I'm saying employees, but these are these are um, these are like frontline workers right. uh, that are working uh, in environments where they're going to come in contact with people, and they don't have sick time. So this corporate system is sick. It's a problem. It's a weakness. Uh, and well, no, you're allowed to share your PTO with other other employees. In Amazon, so, yeah, they, you know, yeah, Amazon, they're they're striking I'm, right now. Um, I'm sure others are using that as a, a model for their PR spin. Well, since it it, it started off the strike uh, at Whole Foods, um, I'm he- hearing about that today uh, on It's Going Down, um, a great uh, podcast for um, serious uh, uh, union strike. Uh, anarchist news and uh, yeah so so people are people are actually mad and people are actually like doing something about it um, we're getting a like a groundswell you know, grassroots uh, things that are happening but just like with um, the Occupy Wall Street movement um, when it was new uh, media uh, is totally ignoring it and this has like um, instead of being a unified movement that has um, just every goal this is kind of more of a um a few specific uh movements that have specific goals and you know like the, these workers uh they they're they're being called essential workers uh but they have minimum wage they don't have free childcare. uh it's it's a disaster we're, we're in the middle of a disaster and we we're saying that we need them uh, but uh, we can't afford to uh, value them. We can't give them uh, hazard pay, uh, and they and and they're still struggling to pay for healthcare uh, that they can't even use um, because of this uh, this event. And and then and our leaders want to say, oh well, we'll pay for your care for the coronavirus if you test positive for the coronavirus, but. People are finding, unless you have every single symptom, they don't want to treat you for coronavirus. They consider you not as high risk. It might not be coronavirus. And they're rationing the tests uh, because they refuse to make use of the Defense Production Act. And governors uh, are refusing to fill the void left by 
uh, Donald Trump. Um, so yeah, everybody's playing ball and waiting for people to die. Uh, experts are saying that this week will be the saddest week in America. And I hope that that's true because if it's not, then that means the next one will be even sadder. And that's just as likely too because so many people are not uh, following CDC recommend recommendations because, hey, the president doesn't seem that worried. And actually, like, there are a lot of states that aren't really worried either. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, uh, some tough times out there. To, uh, to kind of close up on the whole estate thing, so there's a fourth estate, and we talked about, you know, the, the issues going on there because of capitalism. Um, it kind of it lends itself to needing a, a fifth estate in a way. But, I mean, how many more estates do you want to throw yeah. on top of there? I mean, you, 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 track everybody. you could say the fifth estate um, is... Well, it's supposed to be the people. Yeah, I guess. It's supposed yeah. to be the people, in my opinion. But the reason why... And I and I'm I'm very idealistic. I, I really do think that technology, as it's being used today, is being used for profit. But what it, what it could be used for is a kumbaya environment where a, a slightly more direct democratic system could be in place. Um, and then we would have a fifth state. But right now, there's this internalized movement where people are thinking to themselves, "This is unfair." I don't know how to react to it. I have no power. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the social media, but unfortunately, the the problem with the fifth estate is they're not they're not individual people, right? They're they're, they're well, okay, they are individuals, but but there are so many of them, and so you can't buy them off, right? And so until recently, there hasn't been any sort of structural model that can guarantee buying off everyone at the same time. Uh, but I would I would argue that that the the fifth estate has already become compromised by the same thing. Um, it's it's capitalism. Yeah, we have created a fight for your life state where people are in a constant um, moment of stress, figuring out how I, how am I going to pay for a two thousand dollar a month rent or mortgage. They have combined that with this culture of distraction. A reality show like movement of capitalism that 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 you know promotes itself through the most innocent and the most uh, you know poverty stricken yeah, people in our culture to both distract them and impoverish them. And that's one of the um, so most powerful things back. about uh, about capitalism is uh, it uh, it doesn't make you think about capitalism. It's it's actually trying to do the opposite. So. Um, when you are thinking about it that way, you start to realize uh, that every uh, ad that you see, every billboard, uh, every you know, every advertisement uh, is um, propaganda. Um, you what you're seeing is they're not just advertising um, intentionally like their product, but they're they're also selling the American dream. They're they're trying to speak to um, like t tap into your psyche and get you excited about uh, buying this item in order for you to uh, convey like better status. Um, but why you need to convey that status, you know, they're, they're also selling the idea that you need to have a higher status, that you need to participate in this system um, where 
uh, you you need to buy shit. So nothing's changed. Everything's gotten worse, and um, and nobody cares because uh, the media doesn't talk about it. They're not they're not critical of the system that uh, pays the bills. Um, so they, they might say, oh, consumerism's bad, you know, kind of, because, like, you need to be uh, more um, fulfilled. You know, take time off. Go on a trip to Disneyland for four and to stay at the Ramada Inn. You know, like, live life. But they're selling something else. You know, they're selling a, a yogi or something. Um, and they... And, and they're, they're individualizing it, too. They're making it about how you need to make time for yourself. Um, but they're not uh, providing uh, a framework to uh, critically, critically analyze um, capitalism as a system. Uh, capitalists um, don't think about capitalism. That's the whole, that's the whole point. Right. They don't have to participate in it. They well, just get they, to take they, advantage. They take advantage of it. They participate yeah. in it, but they, but it's just like, um, when when you're when you're in the dominant system, you don't think about the system you're in. White people don't right. think that much about white privilege. Uh, people who are comfortable uh, don't worry about cops. Um, people who live in the suburbs uh, don't really need to think about. Um, uh, environmental racism it, it, it's not that they don't care it's not that they're bad people uh, it's just that uh, they're they're a part of the dominant system um, and they benefit from it and they don't they don't see how it is a system they don't they don't think about it uh, and that's the effectiveness of the owned media uh, controlling what you call like the fifth estate, um, and uh, that's an interesting point. I like that. Um, I'm I'm holding out hope that there are others like Bernie out there in the universe that that can bring us all together. I mean, he's a once in a lifetime. Uh, but candidate. in the meantime, vote for him because he lives on this planet. And we've never had anybody that we need. Has been we need him right more now. More committed to and more um, consistent about fighting for um, the economic New Deal um, that FDR fought for. And uh, it, it, it's like, go go to his page and read uh, the platform. Um, go and, and read the recent um, uh, stimulus package uh, bill that he put out um, because even Nancy Pelosi is, is talking about how she, she wants to have a do-over, uh, that the CARE Act uh, that they did put out um, was such a huge giveaway to uh, corporations, and uh, what was uh, given to the people uh, hasn't even really happened yet, uh, and it, it was so light. And uh, even though so many of these people are ghouls, uh, total monsters who don't care about the suffering of uh, regular people in the majority of the country. Um, they, they do know that uh, the economy will collapse if people can't pay their bills. If, and, and the economy will collapse uh, if people can't buy things. Um, 
they know that supply side does not work. Supply side economics, Reaganomics, it, it, we know it doesn't work. Uh, but even so, they, they still need to give giant gifts to huge companies and industries. Uh, so they did that. Um, and now they, they want to they wanna have another stimulus bill. They already gave away $6 trillion, but they want to do some more stimulus. And, um, and, and, and they need to, like, we need, we need cash. We need, we need to be able to play and we need to be able to keep, uh, the economy liquid and moving. Um, or there'll only be three retailers left. Um, I'm not the, I'm not just saying three retailers, like, uh, I'm not pulling that out of my hat. Like that's, that's actually being said that like Amazon could end up being, like one of only a handful of major retailers left and everything else will be like uh, nothing. You know, there'll, there'll be Walmart and Amazon and I don't know. Like That um, that mall uh, magazine that's on, on all the airplanes. Sky Mall. Sky Mall, yeah. Walmart, uh, Amazon, and Sky Nobody mall. knows how they make money, but they do. I think it's Target. But yeah, Target owns Sky Mall. No, no, I mean, I mean, um, Target might have been the third, the third, the, the only other retailer that could survive this. Um, uh, I'm really, I'm really shooting for a sixth estate, which would be uh, aliens come back and rectify all the issues with their creation because things just aren't working out as they planned here. Well, um, one, there is an argument to be made that um, a problem is that uh, they're just not scared enough. The aliens? Um, the capitalists. Mm. Uh, like, the, the one, one of the things that FDR was able to say to, to win, because it was a contested convention, um, he was able to say, like, look, there are riots right now. There, there are people um, who are uh, shooting their bosses and their landlords, and there's bank robberies uh, and uh, leaders of companies are killing themselves. Uh, it's chaos. And it, you can either deal with me or you can deal with them. Uh, and that's that's how FDR was able to win um, his contested convention. Uh, that's I, I don't know um, how much of that uh, was like a minute in it. listening to left on the list and one more thing i just heard about uh bernie sanders um suspending his campaign and um it's 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 big news and uh it's the sort of thing where i I just recorded a previous episode you know and uh some of the things i said in that episode well now they don't they don't apply in certain ways and so now i feel compelled i gotta add something to that and uh it's like okay bernie is out and i just said well he still has a chance and what, what do you take from that well um analysis of bernie's uh strategy um why 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 is he doing it i was saying you know it's too early to do a post-mortem it's too early to say 
uh, that it's over for him and how did he fail? You know, that's, you know, it's too early to say that. Um, but then he's, he's suspending his campaign. So um, what we take from that, uh, what, what the conservatives will say in the Democratic establishment, uh, the elite party leaders and celebrities and uh, media figures uh, that are, you know, the tastemakers, opinion makers, um, they'll, they'll say uh, that he, his message failed. Uh, and that's why we have Joe Biden. That's why we need Joe Biden. Or they'll say it proves Joe Biden is the electable candidate. Um, you know, and, and we could talk about uh, the strategy for the DNC. And, uh, we will talk about that uh, later. But, but why, so why for Bernie, though, what, what's the strategy there? Like, what, what's he doing? Is that, does this help Joe? Uh, not really because he could be the one to talk about these issues or the Republicans can. So the Republicans will, uh, and they're already doing it. Like Tucker Carlson is uh, talking right now about, uh, about Joe Biden uh, as being somebody who has gifted the nomination, uh, that the media and uh, party elites uh, moved heaven and earth uh, as a team to, uh, to, to lift Joe up and demand Bernie step down. Um, so, so why, why, why did Bernie do it? And, um, I, I think the, you know, this total guess, total guess, but, uh, um, he saw what happened in Wisconsin because party leadership, uh, was not willing to, to say, Hey, uh, let's do, let's do vote by mail. Um, you know, we, we can, uh, act as a united front uh, against Republicans that are having uh, their primaries now uh, and get force the state to not have them because it's a public public health uh, issue and um, we you know we, we shouldn't do it they did it in Wisconsin people are gonna get sick um, three weeks from now you know we're gonna see a lot of Wisconsin um, COVID-19 deaths and, uh, you know, a 14-year-old and a 16-year-old uh, will, will lose their mother um, because of this shit. And so next day, uh, Bernie steps down or, you know, he suspends his campaign. It's not dropping out officially, technically. Um, he suspends his campaign and then right away New York is saying, we will do uh, vote by mail. We weren't gonna before, um, and so they're they're uh, pushing out the end date for voting um, way beyond what it was uh, in in that state. And you know, we expect to see more states to follow uh, to follow suit. It, it's like uh, people are being held hostage. I don't know. It just it's just weird because there's, there's uh, strategically. Uh, he, he says in his email, he's like, um, well, there is no uh, real path to victory uh, or to to the office. And uh, and so that's why. But it's like, why? Why now, though? And it seems like a mistake uh, or, uh, you know, whenever you see somebody do something, you want to think maybe they're doing it for a reason. And uh, if if they are and like 
well then maybe uh, there's uh, a future run in mind. Um, 2024 though, I mean, ever, even supporters are saying that this is his last chance. Uh, so have, he'll have to make more of an argument uh, about his age and his health uh, in 2024. And, um, and, and then also it's like, well, it, two for two, it's not even looking good among the left uh, if, if you're really out. Um, so the other, the other possibility is third party run and, uh, the green party, uh, in 2016 did this, um, and they're doing it. They've already done it again where they, they formally in an open letter invited, uh, Bernie to, to run as a green party candidate, uh, and that they would support him. Um, so you've already got that, and it would certainly look like uh, building um, a coalition um, with uh, you know other other parts of the electorate that have uh, felt left out, um, and and also signal the uh, the value and importance of certain um, core ideas that the Green Party has always uh, stood for, um, kind of like unite uh, some outsider parties. Uh, so it, it's it's it could be done, and uh, he he's done it um, in Vermont. He lost his first election for uh, office in Vermont, one of his uh, key elections there, and then that's that's when he, um, even though he lost the primary uh, as a Democrat, and so he didn't get to run uh, with the Democratic Party nomination, uh, he ran third party and and won, and that's why he's got a I in front of his name. Uh, so, yeah, Bernie dropping out is, um, it's terrifying. Uh, it's unfortunate. Um, and this isn't about Bernie at all. This is all about the policies that he stood for. So, you know, he deserves some hero credit, um, but this is not about uh, that the man. Uh, this is about the policies uh, and, uh, and the left uh, and what makes up the left is these ideas that have uh, completely at their core uh, the the betterment of humanity, the the easing of the burden of the impoverished and the working class, um, and uh, and and racial justice, um, and all of those uh, those things were have never been more embodied in one candidate. Uh, in in my political memory and in all my you know readings and history, we look back and even uh, FDR, uh, you know he he did he was he was a racist motherfucker. Um, FDR and uh, and internment um, was also racist and really bad. Um, and uh, so in a lot of ways, uh, Bernie's actually much better than FDR. Um, and is more likely than any other person running for president uh, in this country, um, and certainly the most likely of anyone who ever has, uh, to a- address that shit um, in a meaningful way that uh, doesn't leave anyone out. Because that was not just the uh, Japanese internment, but that was an expression of how we do things in this country, and we always have 
and uh, we always will until someone actually steps up and says, no, we need to have a real reckoning. We need to, yeah, have reparations. And if it makes some people mad, maybe that's fucking good. Uh, maybe they deserve to be made mad. And that's the kind of thing that Joe Biden brings us is just more of uh, of the status quo, the status quo that is apologia uh, for mass murder and is uh, seeking actively to commit mass murder um, for, for fun, for private personal gain, uh, for financial gain for the stock market. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm deeply disappointed in the the rank and file Democrats that uh, that entertained uh, this uh, this mockery, this like weird shadow dance of the Biden campaign, uh, and who has essentially decided that they've assigned the um, the burden of thinking to think tanks and uh, Comcast's NBC. Uh, MSNBC is just telling you, oh, we are liberal. We are left. Listen to us. We are the other side of the story. You've got the Republicans with uh, Fox News and maybe we'll call CNN centrist and we're left wing. Uh, and so you can listen to us and uh, they they've controlled uh the democratic voter um and that uh you know i hope one day they see it because i i used to be there um i i used to not understand what was wrong with the idea of being liberal or uh, what the left was i thought i was pretty far left supporting obama um and then i saw you know what what the liberal party does uh, when it has power, um, which is uh, not that much good and uh, pretty much everything that Reagan stood for. Um, people called him, and he, he himself called himself a Reagan uh, Democrat. So uh, here we are, um, and we've got another one, the, you know, the new blue Reagan, um, and he's, he's already uh, doing his victory tour, and uh, we'll, you know, we'll see. Good luck. Um, good luck uh, reaching out to uh, moderate Republicans because that's that's all you're gonna get. Um, the the left doesn't want this. We've always said that we wouldn't vote for Biden. Uh, Biden voters have always said they'd always they'll vote for anybody who's blue. Any blue will do is the you know the official hashtag of the hashtag resistance. Um, any any blue will do. They'll vote for anyone that's not Trump. Um, and the left has always said we we won't vote anymore, ever again for people that don't stand up for these policies. A green new deal, we need it. We're we're gonna die, uh, the, and and we're watching right now the way capitalist society handles uh, crisis. And good luck when the crisis is twelve times the size, uh, and lasts for generations. So. Um, yeah, we, we need a Green New Deal, and Biden does not want that. Uh, he supports fracking. You know, he, uh, he said repeatedly that a Green New Deal is not feasible, uh, which is shorthand for that's not what he's getting paid to do. Uh, he gets a lot of money from the biggest companies in the world, and uh, he's, he's going to return on that investment. And uh, that's what we're up against. Um, 
On the other hand, I don't know. Maybe the I don't care about the election anymore. Um, yeah, if if he can if he can convince enough Republicans to vote for vote for him, then then the Republicans have gotten another good Republican president for themselves. Um, and if not, then Trump's going to win. And the only difference is the giant money interests uh, that that control the presidency will include a crazy person who um, holds on to that power. Um, unlike Joe, who would just be a pure empty suit uh, with with none of the impulsiveness uh, or irrationality. He would just say whatever Citibank wants. Um, and so we'll just have to hope on Citibank's good graces uh, in or, or, you know, Chase, Jamie Diamond, you know, all, all of the same, uh, as a class, same interests, uh, in that uh, the poor can die. Uh, the rich can uh, sprinkle crumbs of grace onto us uh, from their private yachts uh, and their secret private islands and uh, vast uh, isolated estates in uh, total guarded secrecy and, um, and safety uh, while we suffer uh, the absolute worst cases of uh, environmental racism uh, in some communities, uh, environmental uh, violence, um, and economic violence. Um, using the, uh, the, the pandemic uh, or you know any disaster, like the way that Katrina was used to lower uh real estate prices and then um you know they'll they'll talk about praying for us uh but then they'll buy the land out from under us too and uh that's um so it's just something i thought i wanted to talk about hearing about bernie dropping out what do you think his chances are with the green party oh i don't know man i mean um I I thought that uh, a Democratic Party hearing somebody come out of the blue who has a clean record, who you know has never um, raped anybody, like never been in a weird murder conspiracy, you know, who is like really transparent in their life and kind of working class, um, like coming out of nowhere and getting on a national platform and being treated respectfully um, and talking about uh, having a, a federal job guarantee or, you know, universal health care. Um, so his candidacy by itself is like mind blowing. And, and then, you know, I thought it would never happen, but then I thought if it did, then the Democrats would get behind him. Because I did not believe that there was uh, enough corruption, enough self-dealing, uh, uh, enough of like a tight-knit community among the the elites that are in that world um, to to just like wish away um, a movement, um, and and I thought there would be enough hetero. Geniety, uh, like different ideas in among that group, 
um, like people coming from different places, but um, with generations of uh, the these institutions um, being populated by by only specific groups of people, like you know, you go to this town, you're in this Ivy League town, like you get to work for New York Times, you know, like you, you, you okay, you don't come from the same town, but like you went to the same school. Okay. Yeah. You know, like you, you get this like in and then it, it ends up being the only that kind of person who like had a family that was, uh, fortunate enough to be able to live in that place and like have that much money and, uh, get the connections they need to like get you into this class. Um, then, you know, you, you start to see the way that the media, um, has an undue amount of influence. And so, uh, so yeah, I don't know if he has a good chance, uh, because even though then, even though, uh, new media is having more and more of an influence, um, you then still have black box voting machines. So then it's like, you know, we, we talk about, uh, when it was Republican versus Democrat, but when it's socialist uh, policies versus capitalism uh, a, as a whole, um, they're, they're going to break the rules um, because democracy uh, isn't something sacred. Uh, they violate it. They destroy it. They, they piss on it uh, all over the rest of the world. Um, you know, Coca-Cola was directly implicated in ordering the murder of a labor leader in South America and this is something that happens all the time. This isn't like just because it's South America. It's because of these corporations that have been uh, treating the rest of the world, well, the entire world, uh, like their own personal piggy bank. You know, does he have a chance? I, I think no, this, yeah. I, mean, I think what you didn't what I, what I'm cover saying, was the Republican side of it. What does what he I'm, have a chance with independents and Republicans well, it, it, in the it, general? And I'm, and I'm saying that this proves that electoralism doesn't work. Uh, if, if the Democrats are going to prevent somebody from even getting the nomination, then this, this proves that electoralism is too fragile of an institution in this country and uh, does not have the integrity, uh, there, does not have an uh, interest in the public trust and has violated the public trust uh, by having elections that are you know have have irregularities that are suspicious and don't have a way to verify independently. You have no way to say, did this many people vote for this person, um, because they they don't keep backups. It's just like here's the tally. That's what you have to rely on. There's nothing else. Just the tally that we provide you. Like okay, well, uh, th so then the answer is no. I I I don't. Th I used to think the one thing we can do to combat institutional bias, establishment bias, uh, which can be uh, huge uh, and, and can be insurmountable, but we can do it with getting enough people out there so that they can't deny it. But they also own the media, and so they just deny it. And so it doesn't matter. I don't believe that electoralism uh, can work. Um, I still think that you should vote, uh, and it's important to do it. And to try and get people to do it because um, 
that it's in a way uh, a marketing campaign to the establishment. The establishment does not get to give itself the excuse to say, oh, well, the people don't care that much anyway. You know, if people still go out there and are still doing it, then the establishment, like the media people that cover for it, they might start to turn around. Um, it's a long game. It's such a slog. It's so unfortunate that we have to do something like that. That that's that's the one thing that's left as an argument for electoralism, but it uh, is not sacred anymore because uh, it's already been defiled by the state and uh, the establishment, the conservative uh, movement that's uh, usurped uh, the Democratic Party and um, and just the giant, giant evil money uh, that's uh, infected just too many parts of society. So um, does Bernie Sanders have a chance um, with the Green Party? Yeah, as, as much of a chance as he did uh, getting the nomination for the DNC. Um, and it, it's possible that there's there's a different, you know, there are diff- uh, different forces at work uh, in that kind of arrangement. Would the Republican establishment back uh, Bernie? No, um, they they like the idea of um, Bernie being uh, something that embarrasses the the Democratic Party, and so uh, since he does say, "Look, the Democrats are corrupt," they they like that about him, and the rank and file Republican um, they think he's great. Uh, that's one of the things about. Um, Bernie being the, the electable one is there there are Republicans who go completely off of like gut feeling dude he's got it like he is never he's always consistent if somebody brings up something that is uh, embarrassing from the past he's like uh, look this is why I did that um, Joe Biden like you don't trust him when he when he says like why he voted one way or another um, Bernie Sanders, uh, you know, like, they're like, why do you call yourself democratic socialist? And he's like, well, cause I did 20 years ago and I did that because I believe in these ideas and that's not a bad thing. Um, yeah, you can trust him. You, you, he, he's been consistent and people respect that. Um, so I think that honesty is something that he, uh, would be able to count on from, uh, independent voters. Um, and the aesthetic voters that the DNC insist are a big deal. Um, but also, uh, he, he's saying something that no one's gotten been allowed to vote on before, uh, or, or that the two parties unite against allowing people to vote on, which is the idea that we, um, we can solve these problems and, and we will. Uh, and we'll do it uh, because we have a comprehensive understanding of what causes these problems. It's uh, uh, graft and uh, undue influence of billionaires, like too much power uh, among elites. And uh, Republicans don't like that uh, with uh, their politicians, and the left doesn't like that with um, billionaires and, and business leaders. And we can agree on that. And we can do something about that together that uh, that affects both sides uh, quite equally. 
Um, you know, that's that's one thing that's great about universal programs is there's no forms. Uh, it, they're very efficient. They're universal. You don't have to go and uh, apply or prove uh, that uh, you made a certain amount this one year or uh, have this many children in your family or you have this name or you live in this part of the country. You just get the program. You, you just get to go and um, have uh, health care. Nobody's going to tell you which doctor to go to. You, you get to go and just have health care. Um, and that's, that's something that uh, pulls uh, well. So let's fucking do it. Um, we'll see one day, maybe. A guy can dream. Should I be taking to the street? to uh, ask for Medicare for all at this point? Yeah, I mean, uh, we need to pressure every level of the government to say, look, this is bullshit, and we want these policies. And you need to do them. You have to. Uh, we will kill you. Um, satire, just kidding. But, um, yeah, they need to be afraid of us. They need to see that we're out there and that we're furious and uh, that they they need to be uh, thinking of us at night uh, when they think about how they're how they're gonna earn the bribes they're getting from Monsanto and Dow and shit. So um, yeah, we we should be taking to the streets, uh, trying hard to uh, nominate uh, and elect uh, left wing candidates down the ballot. So still go to the primary, still vote for Bernie Sanders. He's still on the ballot. Um, and then we'll see we'll see what happens after the convention. Um, it's a it's a great year to get into politics. Uh, a lot going on. It's never gonna be. It was never this exciting before. Um, but then again, I was liberal and I wasn't paying attention to the news. Um, as much but you know this is crazy time it's crazy time anyway thanks for listening to left on the list uh leftist news commentary and analysis podcast um and we're here to give you the bad news but the good news is we'll be doing it again later um have a good night